Mystery! Dylan was not helped by the process. He's covered in primordial goo. John is pretty cool. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the rest of review. I started recording without telling Dylan, and that's why he's looking down at his dick. He's thinking, ooh, that's thick. Ooh, that's tasty. I just responded to someone's tweet with some real sass. What was the sass? They said, when my death is announced on social media, please don't like it. And I wrote, like it. I'll love it. Who did you write that to? Oh, by the way, you know who tweeted that? That was it. Was my mom? My mom is very active on Twitter, and we're recording this the day after Bob Saget died, ladies and gentlemen. I want to talk about Bob Saget's death. Dylan right. was responsible. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen. I would mm. just like that comedians have finally caught up to wrestlers in terms of just dying in hotel rooms in Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know uh, wrestlers are really taking care of themselves. And when you got one for one death wise. Yeah, exactly. Can you believe it? It's like, yeah, they took down. Yeah, the Pope is probably it, someone's monitoring the Pope's door or Christian Kate. Who do what do you think? Who do you think the next surprise wrestler death is going to be? I think Sean Morley is not long for this world. Just based it's crazy on crazy that Bob Saget died like you thought the Nasty Boys would have. Ladies and gentlemen, Terry Funk still alive. 100%. Bob Saget very dead. Like, bear in mind, like Terry Funk is currently his mind is just his mind is at the same level of memory uh, retention as Bob Saget's currently is, but he's still able to breathe breath on this earth. So for those of you keeping track at home, Double Cross Ranch 1, San mm. Francisco 0. Exactly. Terry Funk's also going to face down uh, Nick Gage in GCW in a Nick oh, Gage gets a gun and I don't match. Yes, I cannot wait for the Nick Gage. I get a gun. You do not have yeah. a gun actually, match. Shoot me in the arms, Nick. That way it'll be good. By the I... way, if you have the video, I'm wearing a Cubano shirt in fucking honor of the man himself, Conan. Yes, I am also. I've, I smoked a bunch of pot yesterday, so Ooh. that's how I'm honoring. I'm on... John got high using weed. I got high on weed. I got high. I'm high, high off weed. Also, personal favorite excuse for being drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm high on alcohol. I don't Ooh, know. I heard that, that from someone said that once to Ari Shafir, and then he once told me about it while we were walking through a crowd at the Edinburgh Festival, a bunch of drunk people, and he just went, that guy's high on alcohol. And I went, explain that story to me. And he's like, this drunk woman once at the comedy store said, I'm not drunk. I'm high on alcohol. And I was like, that's, that's cool, man. That's pretty fun. That's pretty fun. And then you go to the comedy store, and you're like, this is the kind of place that would attract a woman that would be like... Uh, I'm not drunk. I'm high on alcohol. It's like, oh, you're the kind of stubborn that's the worst. You shouldn't drive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> comedy. I don't respect comedy store. Lines. By the way, very toxic atmosphere, and I don't go in for that. John comments. Yes, he did. Yeah, Dylan does go in for that. D Dylan, quote unquote, lives in a toxic atmosphere. He, his wife, was recently breastfeeding their child, and Dylan walked in with a neon sign that just said "tits." Put the, the sign on the ground. <laughs> took off all his clothes. Went outside. <laughs> oh this is if you if you guys are listening and uh you're wondering what the dick in the shit are these fucking losers talking about we are talking about part two of conan this is 1997 until Ooh. right now ladies and gentlemen he is at left ecw i assume because paul Heyman was like conan when you come to the ecw arena tomorrow i'm gonna actually pay you and then he showed up and there was just a sign that said ha ha you've been Heymaned." 
Uh, and then he was like, I better go to WCW. Basically, ECW could only exist when WCW was around because ECW used WCW as a way for its wrestlers to recoup its money. Well, you just work for me for free, and then you go to WCW, and you're paid a fraction of what I earned when Kimono Wanna Lay Me took off all their clothes on top of the ECW arena in a Paul Heyman makes money and no one else does match. Oh, my God. Todd Gordon owns a pawn shop, and I am a weird man. That's why I love it, baby. Well, I mean, clearly, we haven't talked about Paul Heyman, but, I mean, you could compile an entire Paul Heyman episode all of, out of all of the things we've said if you wanted to, but clearly it's, like, the exact same thing as a lot of entertainment things where he goes, um, oh, this is a showcase, so that's why you're not getting, because this is, like, pretty much developmental for a lot of places, and then he said, yeah. cool. But to be fair, if you wrestled in, w in ECW in 1995, you then moved on to one of the major pro wrestling wrestlers. Yeah, absolutely. Like, never forget, Sandman, a guy who you could be like, oh, he never was trained. He just got so drunk he just thought he was a wrestler mm -hmm. and that's what he's been doing for 25 years like the sandman got high six figures to go to wcw for you like let's not hardcore hack and oh man he steroids and worked out a bit he, oh, was jacked. Was, he came back was, to ecw uh, and time to stop that yeah quickly yeah what are you... <laughs> i'll stop that immediately but we're talking like, about conan right now let's talk about again, conan because conan is one of the because conan is part of that first run of ecw basically making the modern late 90s wrestling world of like that 94 95 period of ecw which is basically was so well booked and so well done and so well balanced it's what everyone talked about moving forward and conan was definitely part of that because he brought in all the luchadors eric bishop saw that and was just like let's do that in wcw conan was like that's cool can i be u.s champ and they're like i don't care and then he was and then he lost to rick flair like if you think about it like he it's so he comes into WCW and then it's he's quietly such a huge part of their success because without him, they don't have the luchadors. The cruiserweight division is not what it ends up being. And they lose honestly one of the most unsung, amazing aspects of 1997 Nitro is like those matches like. Get me Dean Malenko, get me Rey Mysterio Jr. every second. I week say they're very sung by this point. I'd say a lot of people have talked about how great the Lucha no, is. Not, say not to the same level. The, the unsung parts of Nitro um, would I just say, be Dust Vunderkind, Alex Wright. Absolutely also does not get the credit. He or some of the WCW guys like Norman Esmiley. Norman, again, but again, all part, like both of those guys, by the way, are cruiserweights. They're both like the, it's yeah. such an ignored part of the show. And also... It really proves, by the way, you want to have success. Eric Bischoff, really good first chapter writer. Say It's a very interesting thing. Great first chapter. And then just fucking leave it and let the story write. Instead, they just kept interfering, interfering. And how you can see that works is how well-balanced and fun the cruiserweight division was booked for years. Like every other I aspect think of the WCW crowd. Go ahead. Shut your fucking hole and convince me otherwise. Coupon it's the shirt. exact same thing that uh, TNA did with the X division where you'd have these awesome matches and really let the division grow. And then just when it hit a height where it was like, oh, this is a legitimate other part of the show, one of the heavyweights comes down and clears the ring with their secondary finishing move. Yeah, the the, the, the worst part of the WCW was the weird... Like Kevin Nash would just come in and he'd be like in the middle of a fucking, you know, four-way for the cruiserweight title, boots to the stomach, power bombs, and then... The ring's yeah, cleared, and the but the, it was like this kind of like know your place thing. It's very much, but it's like Kevin Nash did that for Kevin Nash gets a lot of shit because he did that for two years. Triple H did it for six. 
And C- Triple H went beyond, <laughs> actually longer than six. Triple H went beyond Triple H that basically and didn't did it until it. now. The only person that's yeah. really beaten Triple H was Vince McMahon, and he did it in a I ruin your legacy match, and it was held in the boardroom behind closed doors. I want to talk about Triple H NXT very badly. I've been listening to a lot of stuff about it, and it's like it's it's very, it's basic. What literally, I think happened gray. is Triple H accidentally, or no, Stephanie accidentally was like, "Hey, Dad." I think you should watch Succession. And Triple H is like, what are you fucking doing? And then Vince watched, like, half of the first episode was like, I'm Roman. And then just, yeah. it was go- like, Vince, I'm Shiv. Like, it's just so, like, he does mm. not get it. And he's just, all right, fire everyone. Kill, kill Tom, Paul, Paul's Tom. Apparently Triple what H happened was, Tom. so two things happened. Uh, first thing was, when they started drawing, like I think NXT like outdrew a bunch of, um, like house well, shows, house like, shows, NXT, yeah, yeah. And then there was a chant in the crowd, "Better than Mania." Um, and then Vince was apparently pissed at that. And then the second thing that happened—that's probably the actual reason that NXT was—they gave all of this money to NXT. They're taking a loss just to make it look good or whatever. But then they were going to make all that money back on the most recent rights deal. They came up and just got the same fucking amount of money again. So then they were like, tear it all down because they're obviously they're operating at a loss, anticipating like a fifty to sixty million dollar rights deal per year. But and they, they didn't get do it. That. Yeah, they couldn't do that. And then, like, honestly, a lot of it, like, I've seen a lot of shit online. Like, it was a direct, they're trying to fucking cuck Triple H. And it's like, no, it's like when you get, obviously, within pro wrestling, it's fun to think like that because it is pro wrestling. But at the end of the day, these are just cold corporate people with shareholders. And it's, like, way more adult than you want to think it is. Because everyone just wants to think Vince McMahon's this, like, psychopath who, like... Um, wait a minute, you made an egg salad for me, but it wasn't the way mommy made it, so no one could ever eat that again. If I see an egg salad with even a dash of paprika, then I'm going to fucking burn your eyes out of your head. But Welcome anyway, everyone to the ECW arena, I want to mm-hmm. let everyone know that I am doing what Vince McMahon does to all promotions, only I'm doing it in 19... Or wait, when did ECW close? 2001 this is my plan like you know what i'm saying that was a riff that i was trying to get going i was trying to bring it back to paul Heyman because i like doing the paul Heyman voice so then we can get back to conan in in 1997 it's very hard so we talked a bit about conan on dungeon of doom oh um, yeah 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 yeah. so basically but first okay conan comes in i like that um, i like the idea of like skeletor and his minions and then just a latin guy there who's like that's yeah it's very I'm funny just yeah. hanging out man like the idea of like it's the it's the machine of death and his finishing move is he eats you and here's fucking Chris. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, he's waiting for a bus and he's but it's even about how, how long the bus is taking. But what's even how they transition uh, Conan from like his luchador character would actually make more sense going into the Dungeon of Doom than street like streetwise gang member Conan because. He's more a flashy, fantastic superhero character. You just go, now he's a supervillain. Instead, they were like, he's joining the... Yeah, it's basically, yeah, he's joining Skeletor's gang of evil guys. And instead of being like, Moss Man, Stinkaroo, he's Conan, who has is facing some weapons charges, but he's pretty sure his lawyer can yeah. get him off on a technicality. Bad guy from Walker, Texas Ranger, plus Skeletor. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's basically like if on one of the episodes of Walker, Texas Ranger, the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Skeletor was the bad guy, and he's backed up by someone who just snuck under a fence to get into America. That'd be fucking dope, though. Basically, 1997 Dungeon of Doom is what Trump has convinced some members of the right wing, the Mexican drunk gangs, actually are. Well, there is one man who's from not from Mexico, but you will think he is from there, and he is joined by... Literal Satan and his arbiter on Earth. And they're like, yep, that's right. <laughs> I do like that he's Cuban, and then they were like, I guarantee this conversation happened. All right, so you're like a Latin gang guy. I'm actually from Cuba. No one knows what that is. Yeah. You don't think they remember the Cuban Missile Crisis? Listen, if I don't know what a country... There's four countries in the world. Yeah. Russia, America, Japan, Texas, Mexico. No, no. This is... In wrestling, there are five countries. You're 100% right. It goes like this. Russia, no, six. Russia, Germany, Japan, Mexico, America, Texas. <laughs> yeah, because you got to have cowboys. Exactly, yeah. Where are these Where are these men from? Well, they're from one of six places. Yeah, yeah but that's then, actually, yeah. yeah. And uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, by the way, if you're young and you haven't seen it, which statistically, if you're listening to this, you aren't. I looked at the analytics. Um, it's basically yeah, you like, are. what if JBL was the good guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's basically it's it's asking the question, uh, what if the smoking guns solved mysteries and were allowed to talk about their manifestos? Yeah. What if the smoking guns only just hated Aldo Montoya? Just do you ever him. think? Oh my God! Well, they did. I uh, I always think about this is is that so much of uh, uh, like America is such a hopeful, weird nation, and that they're always just like, well, you should just know how to do. You should just you should just know that I'm the good guy. Well, why are you the good guy? Ah. Uh, He's wearing a hat and his shirt is tucked in. Uh, uh, if I go in the sun too long, I burn. That's how you know I'm good. Yeah, the sun's bad. I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're trying to destroy the earth so the sun doesn't kill us. Mm -hmm. It's either us yeah. or the fucking earth. All right. I'm a I'm a Christian man. My dad is. He communes for me from heaven. Heaven is very hot. Apparently, I, my dad tells me heaven very hot and God horned red man. Horned red man. So Conan goes into the NWO, which basically is easy because they're like, you know what you would better fit in with other than Skeletor. Well, I mean, first what they do is he's in the Dungeon of Doom briefly and delivers, as we talked about on the last episode, and if you check our TikTok, you can see the Kevin Sullivan dressed like Olivia Newton-John leading an exercise. Beautiful. And then Conan <laughs> clearly not paying attention, being like, what are you going to do about the giant joining the NWO? And then he's like, let me tell you about people I don't like. I'm not paying attention. I'll fight you or something. I don't know. And you're just like... I'll tell you why that guy's a star, because he was not paying attention, does not know what they're talking about. That almost worked. As a Go on, Coden. Go on. Well, he knows the key, which is just like, uh, hey, we're going to throw to you. And he's like, I don't like this storyline. Here's a better idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just, starts, he just starts ordering a salad. Let me tell you something back there in the back. I'll be really pissed off if someone ends up going for a run to that salad place at the end of the block extra chicken extra cherry tomatoes conan k-dog <laughs> k-dog and also he had like this is the fun thing about conan is like he directly was just a better version of road dog yeah that's exactly what i was thinking he he's was the nw he's the, better he's the worker i guess the same worker road dog yeah, he just he has a better finishing move because his finishing move did not involve his finishing just, moves. Fucking awesome! Just not humping a guy. You know what I mean? You know, like yeah. the Bang road dog, and then you pump handle slam. Pump handle slam is like it's wild that that was his finishing. Wildly move. Wildly bad. What are we doing, everybody? What are we do like? 
Road Dog, yeah, as it turns out. But also, I mean, Road Dog looking Lawson back on it, it's like he had a lot of charisma, but he d- his his wrestling gear was like me when I'm woken up in the middle of the night to feed the cat. Yeah, your yeah, his wrestling gear was basically like I got way more hungover than I should have, and I still have to be at work, <laughs> but this fabric cannot touch my skin. Like yeah. Yeah, it's very funny because wrestling is one of those places where it's like, yeah, most of them you'd think they go to the gym. And then some people you're like, I don't even know how you got this job, man. And he's like, well, I got cornrows and something tattooed on the back of my head. And then someone just appeared from the mist and said, you want a job? And that's how I got well, it. It's, yeah, it's easy. Like Jake Roberts, uh, Road Dog, you can tell these people who are like, why are you here? My dad's a wrestler. You're like, okay. Yeah, of course. My dad's a wrestler and gave me no other choice. What? What? And he's like, yeah. You know how you just kind of sort of do whatever your dad does because you're whatever about life? That's me with wrestling. Anyway, I'm good at this, but I'm, that doesn't mean I do ever a sit-up ever. You know how life. like some people have the story of one time when they were a small child, they saw their dad's dick, so they think their dad has a huge dick? That's every day of my life. My dad <laughs> sends me a photo of his dick every yeah. day. I'm Jesse James the Road Dog. And here's a photo of Bullet Bob's dick. He's got mm-hmm. a bullet in the little the cock mouth part right now. I don't know why he does that. <laughs> yeah, he says exactly. Yeah, he's make sure he's like my cock's got to live my gimmick, and we're like, Dad, that's People crazy. Gotta know I've got a bigger one than you, Road Dog. Yeah, exactly. I'm you the might bullet be the dog. I'm Yellow Road Dog. It's your old dad, the Bullet. I want to let you know you might be the Intercontinental Champion, but I fucked your mom. It's like, Dad, I know, <laughs> I know you fucked my. Mom. All right, just you're getting a bit lippy. Sounds like you forgot who fucked your mom. I told you you could have fucked your mom and then you would have had my powers. I don't want to fuck my mom, Dad. Well, you're never going to make it in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Everyone knows the key to becoming the commissioner of Smoky Mountain Wrestling is fucking your mom. Stop asking me to fuck my own. Jim Cornette fucked her and then hit her in the back with a tennis racket. I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry. No, no, no. Continue. Very sorry to Bullet Bob Armstrong's wife. I assume her name is Marjorie Armstrong and she is an incredibly understanding woman. Mm-hmm. Mom, Bob, where are you going? Take a Do shit. You understand? Gonna yeah, dig exactly. a hole. Uh, which one first? I'll find out what I got. Don't out there. ask okay, me to plan, woman. Woman, <laughs> it's the bullet. The bullet doesn't plan. The bullet. I'm like a gun. I just go off when I see minorities. There you go. So Conan goes in the NWO, and really, I think. That, uh, oh, get, yeah. Everything gets a lot of crap. Uh, people get a lot of flickety flack for the NWO getting big, but I think Conan's one of the guys who you can rattle off who, even with the NWO expanding in numbers, did belong in there. Like, but here's I think what that I also goes do as say such. Is, um, go ahead. My NWO also. No, I know you're going to put fucking Ray Trailer on there and you can fuck off. No, Ray Trailer, no, because Ray Trailer. Ray Trailer was like, I don't know, I'll wear fucking leather pants then. If I don't know, like, uh, you I know the like color? to wear leather. You know the Columbine shooters? I'll dress like that. <laughs> I'll dress like their dad. Yeah, if the Columbine shooters survived and just became tired. That's me. I'm <laughs> but um, no, it's uh, Conan, Buff Bagwell. Yes, there's one more. Scott Norton. There we go. Yep, I completely agree with that list. By the way, guys also- are like, okay, they can. But then Conan, the thing about Conan was, and he's like, clearly a bigger star like he could have totally been on a level with hall and nash but just like there were no the people that ran wcw were the, also the people in the nwo so it's not like conan it's not like hogan's gonna ever let conan 
get mic no. time over him, even Absolutely though he's not. better at that now. There's a couple of people that I've been thinking about, like, oh, this would have been an amazing way for them to have saved WCW. I was rewatching the Brian Pillman Dark Side of the Ring, mostly because his sister Linda fills me with a type of joy I can't even describe. Um, I'm just a nice lady who raised my brother's kids because he was a fucking lunatic. Anyway, um, something I was thinking about watching that, which is you want to know how they could have saved the w the NWO angle is they could have done everything the same. As long as Brian Pillman's alive, they could have done Starcade exactly the way they did. As long as at some point, six months after Starcade, Brian Pillman shows up from the WWF. I was up there. Now I'm back down here. I know how to beat you. Boom. NWO actually pays off and all they needed was Brian Pillman not to die. And it, I do always think that the expansion of the NWO absolutely worked because they mutated from like this elite force that was like coming in early to this. We've taken over your company. We have enough people to have our own roster. We've beaten Billionaire Ted. That always worked. It was just they didn't ever end it. Like the main thing is all they had yeah. to do was to make the NWO be the greatest angle ever is Sting wins clean at the 97 Starcade. And everyone disappears who's in the NWO for a bit and slowly have them trickle back under different guises, different things, all of that sort of stuff. It's really easy. They just never, ever wrote an ending to that story. Yeah, I mean, and you just Conan, do fucking... I mean, clearly what they would have done, you know, you're going to rewrite that storyline. It's like, clearly, exactly. Hogan, Nash, and Hall go away for a long time. And then Brett versus Sting is your next yeah, you, program and then um which you have a downturn in business but whatever it's just for a short period of time till you get those other you, guys uh, back but, in but and conan is one of the guys who's like released go. so it's one of those things you have either conan is released but you also have that thing of conan has a place to go you have him go work mexico or do whatever and come back exactly with the character he kind of did because he's one of the few nwo members that absolutely sort of kind of weirdly evolved into this sort of like extension larger version of the Conan he was in the NWO and became the Conan that he was in the filthy fucking animals, baby. Yeah, of course. It's honestly the exact same trajectory as Road Dog. But the only thing about Road Dog, whereas Triple H used Road Dog because Road Dog is a more natural promo and, mm -hmm. as, and like for sure, I mean, don't fucking throw your iPods away or whatever. People use iPods, right? But, um, the I better and more charismatic than Triple H, specifically on the mic. I'm not going to say in the ring. Obviously, Triple H is better in the ring. Triple H can take his shirt off, and people go, "Oh, that's a man," and not like, "Who melted all that cheese on the side?" Yeah, no one's ever been like Bleh! Triple H, but everyone's yeah. always like. By the way, happened? that was impression of their dicks. Of course. Um, oh, I'm not the road dog has breathed. Oh, my God. Oh, you didn't know my cum is gray. Uh, <laughs> oh, you didn't know? Ooh, oh, I made a you spumpy. didn't know. I have so much anxiety because of my dad always talking about fucking my mom. My Jesus yeah, yeah. cold. Hey, Bullet Bob here. Uh, I've only uh, fucked one woman, but good Lord, did I fuck her, and I want all yeah. the kids to fuck her. Hello, this is Bullet Bob Armstrong. If my wife's asshole isn't prolapsed after we're done fucking, I consider it a waste of fucking time. Hello, I'm a good boy. <laughs> Please leave a message after the beep. Oh, my God, Dad. Change that voice. Hello, you've reached Bullet Bob Armstrong and the thing he puts his cum in named Marjorie Armstrong. Leave a message after the beep. I'll be eating pickles with my mouth open. Beep. 
Hello, you read Bullet Bob Armstrong's residence. If you're Conan, I better fucking have my fucking trousers back. That's right. The trousers you wore on Nitro and Thunder were borrowed from me. I'm Bullet Bob Armstrong. I'm into trousers. You want to know how to really get over? You want to know how to really get over? Send everyone a Polaroid of your cock while it's entering your wife's ass. That's it. Right. Hello, it's Bullet Bob Armstrong. The way that I got hired at the WWF is I kept knocking on Vince McMahon's door, showing him different murals of my wife's vagina that I painted on his <laughs> office wall. He did not know I kept getting access. Bullet Bob, Bullet Bob. Yeah. The key to a good babyface promo is to go up to someone, grab both their goddamn arms so they can't move, and just talk about how much sex you have with your wife. If it's a lot, yeah, if it's a little, people want to know. Whatever you're doing, whatever is served for dinner, relate that to your wife's reproductive organs. <laughs> this meatloaf has a powerful scent. You know what other smells <laughs> overwhelming? The smell of my wife's cut. I'm so sorry. A bit, oh, that's good. This is an old man. Do you understand? He's I dead got now. No, is he? Is Bullet Bob dead? It freezes. He'd be 10,000 years old. I don't think Bullet Bob is dead. I think Bullet Bob is definitely alive, and I bet you he's right Also, how fun would it be to do an old territory thing about, all right, John, we should get day jobs? Oh, God damn it. Died in 2020. God damn it. The worst thing about 2020 was Bullet Bob dying, by the way. Exactly. That, That was written. Yeah, his wife says that too. Oh, finally, I could have some peace. And then she read this will. Like, what do you mean a fuck machine is coming over? (laughs) Bullet Bob lives after the grave. Bullet Bob. Yeah, yeah. Bullet Bob does not die. Bullet Bob is forever. (laughs) 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 It would be fun to just try uh, territory wrestling things. Quickly make sure that you call Jesse James Armstrong on the speakerphone so he can hear the Sound his of name what is he Brian. Ar- his name is it no. Jesse James Armstrong. His name is Actually, Jesse he is James that Armstrong. big part of the gimmick where it's like, listen, people are going to know the business is kayfabe unless you add every single gimmick you've ever had to your name. Sure. So you dial right now, my son, <laughs> full name, the Road Dog, BG, Jesse <laughs> James, Rockabilly. No, wait, sorry. The Roadie. The Roadie <laughs> Brian Armstrong. Yeah, dog, dog. <laughs> so, I just mean Hello. it would be fun to do territory wrestling things, just like get fired from a job and then show back up in a mask. Oh and, yeah, in the same clothes the next day, be like, "You fired Dylan." Imagine Put the bullets you, back. Imagine you and I get into a fist fight. I beat you, and then Alexis and your son just have to move in with me for a month. And it's just like, well, why? We're, we live our life like it's wrestling. This is, this is territory wrestling. Now, me and yeah. John are going to fight on a scaffold. We're both going to be very, very scared, and one of us is going to die <laughs> at yeah. the end. But Dylan and I have bought a lot of fentanyl and fanny packs. We are ready to live our life like pro wrestlers. Um, Honey, basically, John beat me in poker. I have to leave town. Um, yeah. <laughs> until I come back in a mask. Exactly. Honey, I have to retire from comedy forever, which is six weeks. I uh, so basically. <laughs> well, that's what uh, Conan did with his uh, with his yes, retirement match in Mexico. He just came back and he was like, "That didn't count, though." Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Uh, Olale, Arriba la Raza. That didn't count. Arriba la Raza means retirement doesn't mean retirement. Did you guys know that? That's not what that means, Conan! Conan is also a very, very, very important thing with the NWO because um, he 
speeds up the transition of them just becoming unavoidable baby faces because it's like, yeah, 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 I'm a heel. Oh, yeah, people are going to hate me anyway. I have nine catchphrases everyone likes, and all my moves are showy. And uh, Yeah, exactly. I'm the only one. This is, this is very important. He's the only guy on WCW TV who dressed uh, for the time, as silly as it was, just having your boxes out, but like they're tucked into a tank top was how people dressed, and then that led to, I guarantee the way Conan got over with how he dressed in the ring is what led to the best era in the history of professional wrestling was 1999, 45-year-old WCW wrestlers wearing huge fucking jeans. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Hulk Hogan. He is wearing Echo jeans. He's oh, being accompanied to the huge ring by the Huge fucking pants. What the hell is going on? Uh, yeah. Huge fucking pants. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, dude. I got these trousers, dude, from a guy Conan knows, dude. He is not welcome, dude, near my daughter, dude. You'll understand how <laughs> I feel. Dude, in about 15 years, dude. They're going to have a word for what I'm doing, but it is quite literally co-opting his culture for my own gain, dude. Dude, here's the thing about the Hulkster, dude. I believe in cultural appropriation, dude. I asked Bullet Bob, what do you do to get over? He said to have sex with his own wife, and I said, oh, if you take out the word his and put someone yeah. else's, then I'm down yeah. with it, dude. When but he said his wife, I, I vomited so hard, dude. It broke Brutus the Barber Beefcake's face, dude. He did not get beat <laughs> in the face, dude, by a woman on his, on, an, on his jet ski. Bullet Bob Armstrong called me and suggested I had sex with my own wife, and I vomited so hard it broke his skull. So, dude, <laughs> here's what we're going to go. Conan, dude, you are now my stylist, dude. Viva la Rasa. But Conan's like the second guy you think of when you think of the Wolfpack NWO, which, I mean, it does get a lot of flack, obviously, having NWO Wolfpack and NWO Hollywood, but it was like, but they that needed, was, they, listen, they the only problem with NWO and Hollywood and Wolfpack so fucking popular. I'm sorry. It was. Because WCW had been like, well, the NWO can't be beaten by WCW because they're all a bunch of little punk bitches. And it did, like, it did, like elongate the nwo run and again the wwf or e or whatever the fuck acts like wcw was successful for 83 weeks and then never beat raw in the ratings again and that is not true they were beaten in the ratings at first in 1997 and then they traded the rating back and forth for the rest of the year like this was still an incredibly popular over storyline it got a little fucking when fucking the nwo hollywood was hulk hogan Scott Steiner and Stevie Ray, everyone was like, all right, let's fucking move this along. And, but yeah, like, yeah, Kevin Nash versus Scott Hall, they're not actually having the match because Scott Hall is just a drunk guy. And it's like, wait, is he actually drunk or is this for storyline? It's like, well, he is actually drunk and we just had to make it the storyline. So, yes. Yeah, there's a reason the finger poke of doom is something that everyone hated, and it wasn't because, like, oh, it was a dumb blah, blah, blah. It was because people wanted the wolf pack to just be cool. a babyface stable, yeah, and then you the took Kevin that Nash. away. Yeah, yeah they like, like Kevin Nash as a babyface. They like Scott Hall as a babyface, but they did not – they just didn't want the Hulk, more Hulk Hogan, but that's what you're going to get when he has, like, a fucking bulletproof, bulletproof contract. And also, by the way, the Kevin Nash is his friend. Like the other thing is, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall 
were backstage yeah. wrestling operators first. And it's actually that thing of like, because bear in mind, Conan leaves the Wolfpack not because of them not wanting him in the Wolfpack. It's because he got into a fucking, like he got into an argument backstage with Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan. So they booted him out of the fucking NWO, which is yeah, so and, weird. Well, the because, other thing is, it makes sense is this, because Conan, everyone talks about like how Nash and Hogan ran the scene. Conan knows what that's like. He used to do that in AAA. He's the booker of AAA. And then he made himself the champion immediately. So, like, he knows how this works, and he sees it happening. So he... And not that Conan wouldn't have done the exact same fucking thing if he's in the same position, it looks like. But he sees it happening. He speaks up against it because Conan's not going in there as a dude who's like, I better lay low because I need this money. He's going in there as like, no, I'm fucking you. I'm you in the AWA Hulk. You just need to give me the ball and I'll be fucking. But the weird thing I think that happens too much to his, um, not downfall, but like the reason Conan doesn't get as big as I think he should have is because this is the rise of the online fan in like 98 till the end of WCW and work rate starts mattering a lot more. But if you have like 80s eyes on Conan, he's the new like, you know what? He's not like JYD because I think he's a way better worker than JYD, but it's like one of those dudes who's just like got the look and the charisma. He's obviously better promo than JYD too, but he's got the look and the promo and the charisma. And keep and hating he on, just kind of needs to be JYD. carried by you have, like... you have anything else you want to fucking attack the JYD for? You want to bring up his drug addiction or the fact he killed his He wife? got Dynamite Kid hooked on steroids too. Well, aren't you a piece of shit? Do you have anyone I else? I mean, someone else would have done that. I don't know why you put that at JYD's. Everyone yeah, exactly. mentions like JYD did that. It's like also... That's like saying like he's the guy. One specific guy is the person that got yeah. um, Sid Vicious it, into heroin. It's like no, everyone had. It's also, by the way, heroin. it's not like he he was like he gave him steroids once, and he's like, what you want to do is be a real dick now. Like you know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> this helps you punch people. Yeah, you know how people say that dynamite kid's not enough of a big bag of shit. This will help with that criticism. And it's like, mm. oh, thank God. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You've been talking about going to a maternity reward and just punching women in the face? This stuff <laughs> helps with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to make all the decisions that make people go, come on. <laughs> Here we go, buddy. So Conan uh, joins the two greatest stables, I think, in the history of professional wrestling. You get the filthy animals, baby. Uh, jo- he never was part of sports and entertainment extreme in TNA, so you're wrong. Okay. Uh, yes, no, he joins the No Limit Soldiers, which was Master P coming in to fight Kurt Henning. And more importantly, he joins the fucking No Limit, or no, the fucking Filthy animal, Animals. Mm-hmm. The my, For me, my uh, the greatest stable in the history of WCW. You got Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Conan, the weird WCW version of China for a bit, and oh, yes. Tori Wilson. This is what the this is why the uh, this is why the filthy animals ruled is because they're ahead of their time in this specific way where it's like let's get some uh, Latin guys and everyone will think that's cool. Oh, it's been brought to my attention. Everyone thinks these guys are too cool. Downgrade their push immediately. Yeah, immediately make sure that they are. Who are they going to feud with? They are going to feud with the revolution. The revolution is all white guys, and they're revolting against the fact that they are not used appropriately. Who will be doing the talking? Shane Douglas and Dean Malenko. Oh, good fucking God. (laughs) Um, So this is also the time where WCW is in an absolute disaster. Raven, Conan, all of the people, Shane Douglas, Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, Perry Saturn, and Eddie Guerrero are all like, 
hey, fuck this place. And Eric Bischoff's like, if you want to go, go. Um, and uh, everyone who has good relations with WWE is out of there. Hello. Um, oh, my God. I totally forgot what they were called in uh, The Radicals. Fuck off to WWF. Mm-hmm. Shane Douglas and Conan know they are not going to be welcome there. So they stick around in WCW and Raven goes back to ECW. And this is when the filthy animals really just kind of just are like, they're on the lower mid card. They feud with the fucking MIA. He's just around for the end of that company. But it's like, like most people who are on contract for there is like, unless you're Norman Smiley, you are not trying. They are kind of not even really (laughs) involved in the like new blood millionaires club feud. They're kind of just like, Oh yeah. And the filthy animals are there too. And then it ends. And of course, like most people, he was just, he said hello to Vince Russo. So when TNA starts, he's brought in because they just need fucking people. And he kind of weirdly has this amazing third or fourth chapter in, in impact where he's there forever. First as a member of the two, three live crew and kind of falls into this really smart move of like, he never officially retires from in-ring activity, but just segues into being a really good manager because let's be totally honest. He was one of the most memorable talkers from WCW. We haven't gotten into the fact he was the big, just walks to the ring and goes, Viva La Raza, Odele, Odele, and like held the mic out. Everyone chanted. It's the beginning of that thing that wrestling is so much a part of is, why do we like this wrestler? I get to yell stuff when he walks to the ring. I like that. He had legit three sing-along catchphrases. He's a dude who would have absolutely excelled in WWE because it's like, he had this thing in his head where like, well, first of all, he wants to be treated like a star, which WWE would have never done to him. No. He would have had to like earn his way and like frankly just like try hard and all this other stuff he's not going to do. Yeah. Um and like he'd like just have a meeting with Vince McMahon. He's like, "You understand him better than your fucking kid, right? You understand that? Kiss my fucking feet." You know what I mean? Like he has yeah. this man is not lacking for confidence. He did not want to become a wrestler. There's no more confidence than you can get than when you didn't want to be a wrestler. Someone exactly. was like, "You're dope." And then a year later, you're in the biggest company in the world. That entire year of his life was like, "Yeah, this is how it happens. You show up, you take your shirt off, jaws drop, boners pop, you get $100,000." Yeah, it's how Conan basically had the career that we've had in wrestling mm-hmm. podcasting. Everyone mm-hmm. else took a long time. We showed up, immediately excelled. Now immediately. We let, we're letting Jim Cornette have the one, two, and three uh, spot. But anytime we could take that from Jim Cornette, because while anytime. his fans always have hard dicks, our fans have hard dicks and still take Viagra, so it never not is hard. We're always ready. <laughs> yeah. Our fa- our fans have harder ones. They want to be hard yeah. all day. That's what they're. We into. are ready. We are ready to either have sex or carry a lot of donuts or bagels without a box. <laughs> so what we're going to do is take a break, and then we're going to talk about a three live crew for a full year. Yeah, exactly. I hope you guys are ready for the year of uh the year of three live crew. It starts now. Talking. Yeah. Oh yes, we will be talking twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, mostly about. Um, how often these guys rapped. Let me just say this before we go to the oh, break. Good stuff. I assume Three Live Crew was pitched um, by Road Dog, who was so fucked up on pain pills, he just thought he was Eminem. Uh, am I in Eight Mile? Yeah. Okay. It's just K Quick and Road Dog featuring Conan, which is. I mean, yeah, yeah. The weirdest sequel to the New Age Outlaws that no one talks about. What happened after the New Age Outlaws? Ron Killings and Road Dog formed a tag team that no one wanted. Ron Killings, by the way, is evidence that Vince McMahon is not the, like, Vince McMahon is definitely racist, but 
still friends with Ron Killings. Like he's like, I'm not. I have one black friend who I treat with somewhat respect. <laughs> apparently, he fucking loves Ron Killings. He loves Ron Killings. Apparently, of course he does. Our truth has been on TV for way longer than you think he is, too. But we're gonna be talking about Conan after the break. Ladies and gentlemen, Ron Killings has a more Hall of Fame career than mm, the Ultimate Warrior. He's what? been on WWE, WWE TV way longer than Hulk Hogan ever was. Yeah. Wild. Break time. Hey, guys. Thanks very much for donating to the Patreon. Uh, we're trying to do a drive to get to 100 subscribers. And at 100 subscribers, we'll think of something to do. But if you guys donate to the Patreon, we have $5, $10, 20 or 25 if you're really crazy people that you guys can donate to thank you so so much for donating patreon uh it's really made this even more worthwhile than just talking about barry horowitz's dick already is i want you to know how much i love all the patreon listeners i was quietly reflecting on my love while dylan was doing that let's be honest great commercial we're back from break john as always the best thing about talking about wrestlers during the glory days is just understanding how much longer they were in TNA than the thing we know them for. It's amazing. He 1996 was in 96 T- till 2001, which is a super long run in WCW because he does have, unlike a lot of WCW wrestlers, legitimate character growth that works out. Like the Conan yeah, character goes from strength to strength, where it's like Mexican superhero to obviously hurtful stereotype that he's just like i get how much for this oh la yeah. and uh and then of course 20 whole years in tna and i'm not exaggerating that's insane <laughs> i was literally First in my head the going, company opens um it's just a bunch there of- for 20 i mean the idea also here's the craziest thing is like if with a day tna opened if you walked out of a time portal and looked at them in the face and were like um i want you all to know Look at me. Look at me in the face. This company is going to last for 20 years. Like everyone would be like, are you fucking what? N- fuck you. They just start screaming like, fuck you. Fuck. Like it would. no one would believe you ever. Well, it's the difference between like AEW is opening a restaurant chain and TNA was opening a hot dog stand. Do you know what I mean? Like you would never see a sticker on a hot dog stand that says we've been open for 50 years, but you could be. You want to know why? It's a fucking stand and you boil some goddamn dogs. You're not expecting exactly that right. much out of yeah, it. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And by Versus the way, like, we're going to staff this. Everyone's going to have a shirt. And it's like, if Gary shows up, that's fine. If Gary doesn't, I guess no hot dogs today. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basically, TNA is a hot dog stand that they convinced one weird man to just buy and give to his dog for 15 years and also like the fun thing about indie wrestling immediately after the wcw wwe like absorption is that you get all these weird fun matches like um here's some people conan wrestles he wrestles (laughs) gangrel which is so good gangrel's just like i love the idea of olale i drink (sighs) blood and make porn ah yeah i mean I got to tell you this. This is how crazy Luna Vachon's life is. You mm-hmm. watch Gangrel get in- interviewed on that yeah. dark side of the ring, and you're like, what a reasonable man. Mm-hmm. Like, what a reasonable vampire Anyone who man. doesn't know anything about wrestling would be like, well, I guess this guy just makes a bit of money and uh, has an outsider lifestyle. What do you do? Uh, the best thing to say is violent porn, but really, yeah. that adjective doesn't do his justice. It should be violent, violent porn, I guess yeah. is the best way to describe that. Are you familiar with the noise? <laughs> Imagine that a lot. 
<laughs> Imagine that plus stabbing minus the love. Yeah. Imagine if a prison riot ended with a lot of cum. I assume there's some, <laughs> but this is a lot. It is the TNA run of Conan is inexplicable. I ba- I think that he is the Iron Sheik of TNA. In that, after for the first three years, they were just trying. They just did. They just forgot that they kept rolling his deal over. Also, like, be- like. It is crazy also that Conan will never get consideration for the WWF Hall of Fame. He'll ever. never be br- ever he'll never no, be you know what? he AEW. could because they're they're a, they're a corporate company and they could honestly first here's he, he's got two things in his favor. First of all, he smokes weed, so he'll be alive that's for cool. a long time. That's pretty cool. Legit, and that's though. cool. And um he's uh not white. So they'll for sure like need a, we yeah. need someone to who actually could stand up and accept an award because literally we can only we only have racists or dead people like that's the two things yeah we have. that's a very good point it's like we well, yeah i guarantee vince mcmahon every year is like and then we put del rio in and they're like god damn it no and then they're like how about conan he's like is that del rio and they're like yes and he's like fine oh let's put del rio in uh he killed Paige yesterday and what I don't understand so, why that's so, bad. So he should have already been in? Okay, here's some fun things. All right, here, here's the first. This is something I discovered. Because full story, I thought that we were doing... Uh, we, we mixed up the recording days, so I did a bunch of Conan research that I didn't have to do, but found one great thing. So the first TNA show was at the Von Braun Center. Yes, it was. Sorry. It was a. It was the beginning of the, their weekly pay-per-views. Okay, yes. Um... What is the Von Braun Center named for? I don't know why I'm at. I hate when people do. Anyway, the I Von no Braun idea. Center is named in honor of Werner Von Braun after Von Braun. This is from Wikipedia. After Von Braun's work for Nazi Germany in World War II. No, shut the fuck up. Yeah, because obviously he was one of the guys uh, in Operation Paperclip. He helped. Yeah. Oh, he's fuck. one of the guys. Yeah, he's the, he was the, the head yeah. of NASA guy. He's the head of yeah. NASA guy. Yeah. He's a oh, Nazi scientist no. where it's like, we are absolutely going to try all these people with war crimes, unless they're a little smarty pants, in and which yeah, case, it's in, welcome it's in to fucking the Alabama. Of course it is, because oh, Alabama, Alabama is, baby. Alabama, which weirdly they never mentioned, is where they basically do all of the, like, I think it's physical construction of rockets for NASA. Like, it's a bit of mm. all of their, like, a shitload of the, like, nuts and bolts work is done in Huntsville. So that makes all the sense in the world. Which is wild. <laughs> so anyway, Conan's in there. I just thought that was fun. And uh, this is some fun stuff. Let's play how many fucking stables are you in in TNA? Because TNA loves them All motherfuckers right. some stables. Okay. Let me see if I can do it. There's no um, way. This is a random guess. I'm going five. All right. Well, we're going to read through it here. Obviously, Conan is in three live crew. Of course. Which, oddly as a stable, does work. Conan, K-Quick. Ron Killings. It's so funny they named him K-Quick instead of when your name is fucking Ron Killings. So funny. Anyway, Ron Killings. Yeah, Ron and, uh, Killings. It's so fucking good. Also, what a great one name. Of the, also, one of the few musical-themed wrestling factions that they they fucking play songs. And I'll tell oh, you, buddy. they are BG James. awful. Oh, and their, my God. Their hit, uh, their hit song, I Get to Say It, which is just sang by BG James. I'm friends with this guy and this guy, so I get to say it. And then he just says it a lot in the Von Braun yeah, Center yeah. while pointing to the thing. We're like, it's fine in here. It's fine in here. I get to say yeah. it. 
the thing he's pointing to is a swastika tattooed on his arm. I get to say it. I get to believe this. Uh, this is my beliefs. This means not welcome. I get rowdy. Yeah. Rubix. And then you he thought- just plays all of Birth of a Nation. All of Birth of a Nation. <laughs> yeah. Griffith was a genius. Griffith was a genius. Yeah. Yeah. You need to lurk into the replacement theory. Ricka, 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 replacement theory. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, that's that's one of the best things about uh, his run in uh, is just three live crew, where it's a guy who daily uh, gets calls. I'm sure BG James got daily calls from his father, Bullet Bob, just going like, when yeah. does this stable end? Well, when you come home and suck mommy. Yeah. Exactly. Hello? Uh, hello, is this... Mr. BG James. Dad, you know it's me. I haven't changed my phone. Well, I was watching television yesterday, and no son of mine would associate with both of those gentlemen at the same time. People will assume you're car thieves. Is that your gimmick? Is your gimmick car thieves, Brian? Dad, you know it's not. We're in a hip-hop group. I don't know why you keep mentioning rabbits and that part of the body that's broken in on my body from fucking your mom so hard <laughs> but i hate it brian brian it's bullet bob your dad i just your mother is wiping a load off of her face <laughs> what are you doing so all right so that's no i guess he hasn't been in so he technically hasn't been in three live crew yet but one of the, the first table he gets into is called um, it's a it's it they're heels and they're called uh, the authentic luchadors. Who do, who thought that would Vin, work out? I smell Vince Russo already, bro. We gotta. What if we call you the real Mexicans? How about uh, this, bro? We'll call I'm you from this. Cuba. It's, I think it's catchy. I thought about it for just now. I'm thinking about it. Some fucking Mexican guys. How about this, bro? We call it. These men are definitely criminals. Okay, how about this, bro? How about this, bro? We call this, we call it, Vince doesn't like these guys. Yeah, bro, have you thought about just going by uh, the guys who can't work here anymore? Yeah, bro, how about this? They're called the, the, the we are not going to get into heaven guys, bro. Yeah, bro, how about we call it the no thanks, let's goes. <laughs> so, um... Then Jerry Lynn just fucking joins, which is my favorite thing of course. they do when they dial it back. Well, like, hang on. The Nation of He's Domination has fucking uh, over heart now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Welcome to the faction that's uh, here to promote black supremacy. Their number two is, of course, a white man from Calgary whose dad doesn't believe in black people. Please welcome all of them. <laughs> I think made up. Yeah, there's just people being shown a photo negative of a white man. <laughs> yes. So he starts teaming. This is what he gets into. Tony Atlas is actually just Andre the Giant inverted photograph. Everyone, that's how you do it. It's a gimmick. And who would a group of rappers feud with? Um, I assume if it's uh, a Southern-based wrestling promotion. Okay. um, Just a uh, a faction called Reasonable Gentlemen. Keep in mind that they... uh, The police. It's the actual police. (laughs) The Huntsville, Alabama Police Department. The new church. They feud with goths. Oh, yeah, the new church, one of the many Raven flock stables. No, this uh, is the, not Raven. Sin, Tempest, and Vampire Warrior, otherwise known as Vampirio. Oh, is Sin? Because is this Sin. when... Is Sin... Is that Jim Cornette's wife? No. 
No, because that <laughs> Ron Kellogg's just really beating up Jim Cordat. And we have Jim Cordat for the save. No, he doesn't appear. He's doing that. Oh, he's taking something off. Jim Cornette, but Jim Cornette's wife was like the like something sins. I yeah. All right. Hey, well, let's let's do a. I'm quick, looking it up. I'm fucking shocked. Yes. Up. Sin is Jim Cornette's wife. You fucking bitch. Who's the next fucking? Who's the next fucking? Uh, stable to feud with. This one doesn't even have a name, really. No idea. I Simon it's... Diamond, Johnny Swinger, and Disco fucking Inferno, motherfucker. Hell fucking yeah. Who's hiring this? F- like, early TNA is wild. Diamond and Swinger had a dope finisher, though. They had the fucking... It's like the heart attack, but it was a DDT. It looked really cool. But Disco Inferno, there's no excuse for that. I, ladies it's and just gentlemen, a guy in the ring going, uh, Bigfoot's real, Bigfoot's real. His finisher is getting you so mad online, you just have a stroke. I do not want to be rude to one Miss Stacy Stacy Cornette, but I've never mm-hmm. seen a figure in wrestling look more like Dylan Gott than... She's jacked? This. She's fucking jacked? Mm-hmm. And she's reasonable. No, and uh, the only promo photo I can find, she's given the rock and roll symbol, but she's doing it right above her crotch, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which is why I, like I was like, Jim this Cornette. woman looks exactly like Dylan. Let me say this about Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette's wife is exactly who you think Jim Cornette's wife is going to be. Like, you're not like, excuse me, uh, that man who just called uh, a table a cunt, who is he married to? Uh, he's married to that woman wearing tiger print who has Howard Stern's tattoo signature tattooed on her ass. Why do you know that? He's mentioned it a lot on the internet, weirdly. Wrestling's an odd thing to be into. See, I would think that Jim Cornette's wife would just be like a woman who hasn't worn a dress since she has been married. Like, she gave up dresses and just wears, like, elastic pantsuits that are loose. Like, there's that's who I, who's angrier than Jim Cornette. Yeah, like 100%. The the mom from Dance Moms. Or the lady who runs the studio from fucking Dance Moms. Remember you that old reality show? That? Of course, you you fucking new father just quoting weird reality shows that you never from watched. From fucking over a decade ago. You were watching it now. You're rewatching it now on Discovery Plus, aren't you, little uh, fucking Yeah, bitch. I know what that Discovery Plus is and I'm rewatching it. Abby Lee's Dance Studio. Let's go, bro. Let's go, bro. Suck me. Suck me. So um ron killings wins the title yolo and then the three live crew feud with another team the elite guard who is the who are the elites in the elite guard me and dylan me and you me john chad collier hot stuff hernandez and onyx did they form the elite guard and they were like you guys are the elite of people that will never be heard of in wrestling again Onyx. this is the elite guys that'll take 50 bucks yeah, please welcome the original version of AEW. Four tired men Vince Russo does not like. <laughs> they should just have, I think, and I think it would be fun is if one night they just tell Vince Russo he has the job from now on in AEW and just let him book AEW, but I guarantee he doesn't know what any of the guys look like, so you just get a bunch of indie workers, but loosely dress them up. It's Jork Moxley, and then he's like, alright, here's your idea, bro. I bro. come out right, everyone hates New York, so what you do is suck me off, I can't get hard, That ha- that's how they know you're a heel, you don't blow me good. Do you think Tony good. Khan has had to be convinced not to hire Vince Russo? I guarantee he's brought it up. No, I think Tony Khan wants to kill Vince Russo on TV because he's that much of an online wrestling fan. Yeah, that's actually a better point. Yeah. 
Tony Khan wants to uh, kill Vince Russo on TV. Like, Tony Khan's probably pitched weird things. He's like, I, I got an idea. How about we dig up Vern and Hogan finally gets that win? Yeah, I mean, when he brought out David Crockett, I was like, I even I don't want to see David Crockett right now. And I am such a fucking WCW douche mark i was literally i get it he wants to make the nwa ecw and he's doing good good for him yeah but we already have like no just make a new thing i hate that i agree with eric bischoff on and jim Cornette on the subject of AEW. i hate it so much because i i make a rule i agree with no one who lives in billings montana i just don't agree with anyone who lives there get it stop mentioning the sky that's this is only america would have a region where they're like we got the best sky in the world in this part of our country. No, you don't. Shut the fuck up. Eric Eric Bischoff's clearly one of those dudes. Like, I, I've never been to Montana. I've only listened to stories about how rich guys talk about Montana. And he's like, I got a simple life now. I made a lot of money producing TV shows. <laughs> the only th- 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 time I drive into the city is to be mean to someone who makes minimum wage or to fire someone who makes minimum wage. Yeah, you know what? I pay the company to fire people. I don't even work there. I just, I just like the thrill of seeing them know they can't pay rent. It's a simple life in uh, Jasper, Montana. You know what I mean? I get up every morning, and my manservant Paco brings me a kombucha he handmade over the night. And if it's not at the appropriate room temperature, I burn his toes and make fun of his wife. <laughs> First thing I do is spit it on the ground and say that was bad, but it wasn't. It was very good. I just yeah, want yeah. him to know he's bad. I just want him to know that he can never trust me. Uh, <laughs> so three uh, live crew plus who? They're they're feuding with Jeff Jarrett. Who's in their team? Three live. Oh, crew. I will. If you're gonna beat like the absolutely immovable you object, you're pissed off. All right, Jeff Jarrett's got Ken Shamrock and the Elite Guard. Who are you calling? I better call. Well, I got already got Ron Killings and BG James. But yeah, I, so you're I need, fucking, I need you backup. So I, people. I better get Sean Waltman and Norman Smiley close dusty roads larry zabisco so this match this match took this match took four and a half hours because larry zabisco just kept on um, smoking weed and putting on more dragon shirts let me tell you this about larry (laughs) zabisco that guy thank god that guy did not take pain pills because we need him in the earth just making wild claims and being weird hi everyone the living legend larry zabisco no one remembers my wrestling career would anyone like to hear smell my fingers Living legend Larry Zabisco here. Did you know if you believe in it enough, then dogs can fly? I've had several aborted attempts, by which I mean I've adopted and murdered dogs by throwing them off buildings, but I'm pretty sure the 72nd attempt will pay off. Welcome, everyone. My name is Liv- Living Larry, legend Larry, Larry Zabisco. <laughs> I'm the one who invented thinking your own daughter is hot. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the crazy thing about all the theories we have about wrestling legends is I guarantee that we're not correct, but we're not wrong enough. You know what I mean? Like, I guarantee, Larry, uh, I think you'll find it's my nieces I find hot. Like, that's what Larry <laughs> thinks. That's we correct Nieces you. are fine. Anyway, yeah. uh... Did you know this? Did you know? So the whole match took four and a half hours because Larry Zabisco just kept adjusting his trunks for four and a half hours while Dusty yeah. Rhodes gave a three and a half hour long promo about he's actually uh, blacker than Ron Killings and then an exactly. hour of a rib eating contest that he won by being the only participant in. Uh, baby, they had the problem with you, Ron Killings. Uh, you, uh, you fought for the North in the Civil War and everyone knows that you're supposed to fight for the South. Um, 
There you go. Dusty, do you know what a black person is at this point? I do not, baby. I need you to know that to speak like this, I actually have a voice like this, but I wanted to stand out in Florida. So I thought of talking like this. The result is my brain had been cut off from the lack of oxygen because you cannot breathe when you talk like this, baby. So my brain kind of looks like a, like a shoe freshly fucked by Dick Slater. So you need to understand, I do not know how to see anyone. All I know is two things. I love Cody. I hate Dustin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Cody's wrestling matches and remind the other parents that actually it's okay if I say the N-word because I am a hateful man. Uh, it's okay I say the N-word because I stole the personality of black America in the 70s to make money that I have not saved. <laughs> yes, I'm wearing a mink coat. Yes, I know it's summer. I cannot regulate my temperature. I drank too much booze with Ric Flair on an airplane and a uh, havoc ensued. I can afford a mink coat a month because I just, uh, and this is, uh, this is, I cannot say this enough, eat old cheese out of the garbage, baby. I spend no money on anything but mink coats. So, Team Canada goes against three live crew. Bobby Roode, Eric Young. Team Canada is actually one of the stables in TNA. So this is like 2005 where they're actually like, Oh, let's get some actual indie workers in here. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a smart move. Yeah, let's get some people that actually care about wrestling, as opposed to all these guys that are like wrestling. I just came here for the pills and a quiet place where my wife doesn't know I work. What? So then, shut up. Then you get into uh, Billy Gunn comes in to TNA, and as one of the greatest, WCW in ninety ninety two and three catch a lot of flack for like the Guardian Angel and shit like that, but the Billy Gunn literally enters TNA as the New Age Outlaw. No, he does. Yes, he does. Oh, of yeah. course he does. Also, Conan, actually, I just realized, is a very, very bad example of the all the stables because he's literally in two. Yeah, he's not in as many uh, he's in three as live crew, And then he leaves, and then everyone wants the New Age Outlaws. It's been long enough that you're getting a lot of... Remember, this is when people want DX to get back together as well, and the New Age Outlaws are doing all these, like, hilarious shoot interviews where he's like you know we could like actually beat up sean and hunter though which you could find these from like the mid-2000s so they uh obviously conan turns on bg james because of jealousy blah 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 and you get lax which is exactly how pro wrestling should work here's how pro wrestling works you get an established guy in conan and he adopts two new wrestlers to the scene uh homicide so far hernandez and then he's the mouthpiece and they fight good the end yep um and then ladies and gentlemen conan's kind of like the michael ps hayes of the group because yeah conan yeah because he's the he's the manager who wrestles occasionally yeah and oh sorry the original was apollo and because apollo is a jacked daddy and apollo uh and homicide but then hernandez comes in yeah and then but then there's a few different iterations is there not like because then it's also like oh yeah you get into like impact impact wrestling and then they play around with it a lot where it's like eddie kingston and homicide and hernandez uh versus the new lax which is santana ortiz and conan yeah, like that's the thing, and it's that's also like, that weird. That's like three years ago. It's also what's even great, but is that what, what is he doing between the like LAX that I know, which is like Homicide and the other guy I can never remember the name of Homicide and Hernandez? I'll tell you what's happening. Apollo gets fired. That's right. It's Apollo yeah. and and then, but that's that's like that's in the era of that's pre fucking Angle coming to TNA, and then I don't know what happens to Conan. 
until now. Like that. Bear in mind, it's like, all right, he was a three light crew. Then he started managing LAX. Who do you think he feuds with immediately when uh, when he forms LAX? And he wasn't uh, Apollo wasn't uh, replaced by uh, Hernandez. He was replaced by a guy named Machete. And uh, who does he feud with immediately? I assume it's Ron Killings and it's he's... Bullet Barb Armstrong. No, Bullet Barb yeah. Armstrong. Of course, they have an arm wrestling match inside a steel cage. It's yeah. the greatest thing that ever happened. Ever. <laughs> yeah, the steel cage. Also, did you know this? That uh, it was a, a Bullet Barb Armstrong's nude wife on a pole match. Oh, it's actually that's right. And the reason why they had that steel cage was to stop Bullet Bob from stopping the arm wrestling match and just fucking his wife in front of the crowd. <laughs> and then afterwards, well, you better believe he fucking dug I mean, in there. there's a lot of children here. I feel like I should fuck my wife in front of those children so they know about fucking. Bullet Bob stops and pitch it. First of all, who let Bullet Bob into the Carter family Thanksgiving? <laughs> I think That's you'll nice find t- if someone's cooking turkey, I always just show up. That's yeah, not true. Yeah. Don't dress like that make- turkey in front of me as a reminder to my wife. Yeah, it looks a lot like my wife. She's also got a wide hole in her bottom. Mm, she's also about two feet long. And wait a yeah. minute, is your wife just a cooked turkey? Oh, wink, yeah, wink. Yeah. Are you? Have you been fucking a bunch of cooked turkeys and claiming you're, that's your wife? I haven't just been doing that. I also sometimes go to the bathroom. They call me Bullet Bob, not Liar Bob. And yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they call me Bullet Bob. I didn't pay attention during sex ed. Sex to you is just eating food, right? That's what I think this. <laughs> so I'm say it. Bullet Bob is the fastest wrestler review character that has gone to a point of madness. It took us it took us wife. years to get me and Gene to a point from being just a regular old serial killer to essentially being Satan who walks the earth. Bullet Bob in the course of Conan episode went from a man who fucks his wife in front of the kids to a man who thinks eating a turkey is having sex with your wife. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the wrestler review is over. We've officially jumped the shark. Dylan will be becoming a uh, preacher who is in favor of QAnon, and Thank I you. am going to become an. Let's make some new fucking Alec. real podcast money, all yeah, right? Yeah, goddamn right. It's time to make some real podcast money. I will be starting the anti-vax review next week. My only guest will be doctors that appear on Joe Rogan. <laughs> this guy says he's a scientist and he doesn't like vaccines. Also, he's going to give you a bunch of weird pills that may or may not make you grow hair in only your booty hole. So here's basically what happens to Conan. He just stays in TNA so long that Scotty Demore is like, I guess we'll just keep paying you. And he's like, Viva la Rasa. Well, because Conan, most people are like, what am I going to do? TNA is going under. Whereas Conan like runs AAA for the entirety of the time he's in TNA, pretty much. Which is wild. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, because Conan is one of those guys I always felt it's like, just oh, extra man. Money. It's just found money. That's all TNA is. Yeah, I feel so sad. Um, he has hip replacement in 2007, um, in which he attributes to just doing so many, many steroids, which I think is well worth the fucking price of admission, bitch. Yeah. I mean, here's my one last question about Conan. He has to be just look in the mirror, wink, and just go, he did it again. He, he sues again, TNA for racism and discrimination, alleging that while the company said they would pay for his hip replacement surgery, they did not. And he claims that TNA helped pay for Scott Steiner's operation. If you don't know what happened, 
Scott Steiner had all these crazy medical issues, and then they just sent him to Mexico for experimental surgery. That Scott Steiner was like, "Fuck yeah, keep me awake. I want to call yeah, the doctor man, a yeah, pussy. I, I want to fucking see the inside of me. I can know I'm fucking my fucking heart has that man. If you get to see my dick, you dig it with your dick. And this is dick for dick. This is what this is. You don't fucking operate on me fucking with your clothes on, you stupid motherfucker. If my dick's bigger than your dick, I get to do surgery on you. That's Michigan rules. I got to tell you, I got to go to therapy in seven minutes, and there is no harder transition in the world than going from doing this podcast harder. to therapy. Yeah. My. Well, we're in 2010, so tell your therapist you're taking it off. No, anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't feel like there's a lot that, to cover between now and 2000. Let me guess. Conan smokes some weed, gets a hip replacement, hangs out. I assume he, wins he wrestles his gang Grell some more, which is fucking awesome. They sure. must have yeah, great matches. Why the fuck out, not? Hey, we have figured out have him have a match where we're both lying down, but some also yeah. somehow both win. Do we have a who can have a longer nap match? We both won. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like a real. Uh, well, he helped form AAA, which is like that's what this is so underplayed. Where it's like I guarantee Conan Conan podcasts. He does AAA. And he's an impact. Like, this guy's got multiple streams of income. He's very, very smart. He values his own time. And people don't think about this, but probably one of the most successful wrestlers to never go into WWE. Yeah, and we'll, ne- and we'll never get the love and des- that he deserves from never, WWE. Never, because they own... Result. Well, you know what? That's the good thing about having more than one wrestling organization is that unequivocally you can say Conan's going to get a lot of love because... They're going to get into a, um, since the AW audience knows so much about wrestling, they're going to get into a corner where it's like, we'll bring in Conan to be the heater for LAX because he's in a wheelchair now and a heel gets to kick his wheelchair over and then, you know, um, Santana and Ortiz get to get revenge. Yeah, it's again, here's my one last question for you. Okay. Um, What city do you think AEW has to be playing in for Tony Khan to awkwardly bring Conan out to wave to the crowd after the show has gone off the air. What set town do you think they have to be in? So, Conan, he already used Conan. He used him in the barroom brawl with the FTR. Oh my god, he's the DJ! Fuck! Which is one of the best things where it's just like the fucking DJ's Conan. Looks great. Everyone's having Oh fun. my god, I totally forgot about that. God, I gotta tell you, of all of the rest of the... That's the other nerd thing that like... they do that's good, is AEW keeps canon. Like, they don't act like shit didn't happen in other wrestling organizations. They fucking... I do agree with that. that. I I do like that, yeah, they do... Like, it's one of those things where it's like, I didn't know anything about Santana and Ortiz, but I do like that they were like, they used to be managed by Conan. I was like, that's pretty sick, actually. I like... Conan's cool. Yeah, and they have a super fun feud with uh, new LAX versus old LAX, which you can look look on uh, Impact. There's a bunch of great promos, just Conan and Eddie Kingston going back at it. But you can it's also like- just check our TikTok for when uh, Conan is managing new LAX and does one of the hardest pivots in a conversation I've ever heard in my entire life. How are you guys going to beat Eddie Kingston? Have you guys seen the new Childish Gambino episode or uh, video? <laughs> is- this is the thing, though. When you're rich and you don't need it and someone's paying you, you're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like, bye, man. Yeah. Um, see, here's the thing. I didn't really read up on what you guys wanted me to say, so I'm just going to talk about a bunch of salads I have that did not impress me. Let Caesar me tell you, salad this- used r- only ranch dressing? There's dedicated Caesar salad dressing for a goddamn reason, you fucking yeah. losers. Let me say something about Conan you weren't expecting. I like dill. 
in my Caesar salad. Conan out. All right. Best thing about Conan, I got to leave in three minutes so I can go and figure out I can have therapy and live another week have, owning a business with Dylan. Um, best thing about Conan, quietly one of the most financially successful wrestlers ever. Worst thing about Conan, he'll no never, be in the w, ne, never be in the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm going to go no hip, and best thing is still his promos, because even though... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Even though he occasionally pays attention to, like... Even though he occasionally pays attention to whatever storyline they're wrestling, it's very clear that, like, he just has a gravitas about him, and, like, appearing in the wheelchair and just the way he looks now he looks like the he just looks like a fucking confident i used to beat the shit out of people guy in a way that like so few people in wrestling i mean i guess conan's had to accept his aging process but so few people in wrestling have that now where it's like you look at christian cage and he's 50 but he's just being like i'm gonna take all the steroids i didn't take when i was 26 to get a, a good five years out of this before my legs fall off Whereas Conan's like, I did all those steroids when I was 26, I was jacked, and now it's time to sit down and ask Disco Inferno what his problem is with TGI Fridays. Exactly, right. So Disco, you uh, you got... Which is the most got... fun way to make money when you're like, I'm crazy, but this guy's fucking crazier, so it's just two crazy people having a very good conversation. <laughs> Where it's like Disco Inferno, like, oh, I think uh, aliens would be a good idea. And then Conan saying, oh, as like a storyline? He's like, no. No. I have, some, I have some in the oven. Do you want to see them? To be my daddy. That's Pretzel's uh, Disco. Ooh, I made three aliens for you. Anyway, uh, wrestler review on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at Dylan Gott. It's on the screen if you're watching this on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Same thing with at the John Hastings, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We'll be back next week with uh, someone fucking else. Have fun. All done.